Hey, what's up? So, I'm not gonna lie, I don't have a script or a plan for this podcast. We're just kind of shooting from the hip on this one. So, I don't know. I think I'm just gonna start off by saying that, uh, <laughs> guys, I feel like a total failure, you know? Uh, first of all, with this podcast, you know, it's been, what, two, almost three weeks since last I've actually posted, and that in and of itself is kind of disheartening because this was supposed to be a weekly basis to kind of see, like, you know, how we progressed and what we've done to get better and proceed in life, and uh, totally haven't fallen through on that, so there's that. In addition, I recently decided to take a leave of absence from work and that has been super difficult uh more like emotionally than anything else because i like where i work i want to progress where i work and being on a leave of absence kind of prevents that from happening you know i work at enterprise i'm a salesman i love being on the sort of ground floor just helping customers out and getting them into the right vehicles and there's a lot of logistics that go on with it and like customer service and stuff like that and I like working with people and it gives me that opportunity to do that I kind of look at it as a performance when I work with people and just try to make them laugh try to do whatever I can to lighten the mood that kind of deal and so not being able to do that has been it just sucks but I don't know I know I guess I know my weaknesses and I mean, this definitely wasn't like a decision that was made lightly. I think it was building over, over time. Um, we're coming up on a year that, you know, I lost my wife, and there were some other things that came up. Of course, I can't think of them right now, off the top of my head. But there were other things that came up that I don't know, just sort of built to a boiling point and. Finally, what I did was, you know, I scheduled a meeting with my therapist, and I was like, hey, man, this is what I got going on, and I don't know, I feel like a total loser for not being able to keep my head in the game and sort of falling through on work commitments and personal commitments with family and friends and things like that, and dude, like, what do I do? (laughs) Do I just need to sort of kick myself in the pants and just be like, all right, come on, let's do it, this is gut check time, like, get it together, or... Like, is this actually serious? Like, is this something that I need to pay attention to? And so, you know, he did his professional thing, like all therapists did, and sort of pulled it apart, looked at, I I guess, exactly what was going on and where I was at mentally and stuff like that. And um, I don't know. He's he's really good. He didn't actually give, like, a finite answer or an official answer. He just said... I mean, honestly, it could go either way. Like, I could see how staying at work would be good. I could see how, like, doing leave of absence would be good. And so, again, I'm spiritual. So I kind of prayed about it, pondered, meditated, whatever you want to call it. And, yeah, I felt like, you know, just taking some time to sort of process everything that was going on uh, would be good. Would be very good. And so that's what we did. And... What have I learned through this experience? Well, I think number one, I've learned that 
emotions are super complicated and sometimes the things that you feel aren't like a choice and it's not like you get to choose to to have a panic attack or you get to choose to just be anxious to a point where it like petrifies you that they're actual conditions I still don't know how I feel about that there's a big part of me especially like the military side that's like nah I think you're stronger than that I think you can get over it if you really really wanted to so there's kind of an inner conflict going with that I think I've also learned that like emotions are complicated you know there's not like a one-off for every situation that there is and I guess what I mean by that is you can feel something or you can feel a way about something for a particular day or time or even a minute and then it'll just it'll flip it'll turn to something completely different and you gotta deal with that like for example there was just this one day that um Nothing crazy happened. I think I spent the day working on a on a project motorcycle and reading and that kind of thing. And then as it got later in the evening, like the sun was going down and we were kind of closing out for the day. Everybody was getting ready to go to bed and things like that. And there was just this, this unmistakable feeling of dread. Uh, like something really bad was going to happen. And I don't know why I could not shake it, you know? And again, this is where it gets complicated because when you're <clears throat> when you're in a situation where a bad feeling is necessary, I mean, I would say I guess like anything that deals with life and death, right? So like first responder, firefighter, policeman, well, military, like being in combat or stuff like that, or even like working as a lifeguard or whatever. You kind of have to be really sensitive to those feelings because, I don't know, a lot of the times those are the ones that keep you safe. You know, when you just got like an off feeling about something or yeah, there is that sense of dread, that kind of just sort of perks your ears up a little bit and you're like, hmm, I wonder if like some stuff's about to go down. And yeah, it kind of makes you, kind of makes you on edge, you know, wound tight like spring or kind of like... <laughs> conscientiously making your next moves whether they be steps or like where you look or whatever the case may be and that's what it felt like the problem is is like i don't there wasn't a situation where like that was necessary you know i mean i'm, I'm home i'm literally chilling at home like watching a movie everybody's there they're safe they're back like there's there's literally no reason to be worried or have that sense of dread you know and that's kind of where the complex and the complications come from. It's just recognizing that sometimes you got to outthink your emotions or sort of bring some logic to it. Which is totally, which is totally biased and backwards. I don't know, man. I mean, you think about that. Like, basically, you're, you're having to say to yourself, like, hey, like, don't trust your intuition. And... You know, trust with your head and not your heart, which is not what, at least that's not what I was taught. I was always taught, always, 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 you go with your gut, you go with your heart. And it's, and it's never, 
okay, in terms of like chasing dreams and things like that, it's never pointed me in the wrong direction. I followed my heart when I tried to go into aviation and be a pilot. Uh, I followed my heart with, you know, like religion and that, things like that. I follow my heart and the people that I love and who I pursue. And every single time, it's it's always ended in some sort of enlightenment. At least I've not regretted any time that I followed my heart. But that's totally different than like a sense of dread, you know? And I guess that's what we're doing right now. I guess, I guess what we're doing right now is, is trying to learn the difference between that like burning passion, wild, fierce motivation, kind of heart, love, passion, and um, traumatic response. That's another thing that I hate. I hate the, I don't know, I hate that I do have trauma and that I have to like deal with that now. You know, it's such an inconvenience. I mean, look at work. Work is a perfect example. You know how much I would rather be at work talking about performance and what we can do to like better our branch and prepare myself to be a manager instead of instead of going over you, you, the, the, the sights and the sounds of, of specific events that have happened that still sort of roll around in my head and, and trip me off into that, like I said, dread and kind of like be ready mode. I would so rather do that because that, I mean, I mean that, that that just exudes happiness. You know, that, that exudes progress. That is a step in the right direction towards the goals that I have, the goals of starting a family and reaching out to the community and helping others, things like that. Not being stuck in, in this, like, healing mode. God, it's so just exhausting, you know? And that's why I didn't, want to go on the podcast and why I've been avoiding it for the past couple of weeks because that's that's really what's been going on right now. It's it's very burdensome, it's very exhausting and I don't want to put that on other people, especially my audience, you know. I don't want to bring that to you guys. That's like not the point of this. The point of this is is to be a light and be an inspiration and help oh gosh, what's the word? Oh, inspire, motivate, brighten. We'll we'll use brighten and and to brighten other people's days, you know not be this like catalyst for where I go to offload all of these heavy emotions because I, I don't know I just I don't see any like point in it you know it just kind of seems I I don't even know what the word is but it, it kind of seems dramatic and, and a little like tone deaf because um, I don't I don't want people to worry about me I want to worry about other people because that, that's what makes you feel better. That's honestly where I see like the most value is worrying about other people and really just putting yourselves into their lives. You know, I mean, like everybody has a story. In fact, the other day I was talking to one of my friends who apparently has had this like rough past growing up with her family and just, you know, being a kid growing up and stuff like that. And it totally, totally changed my perspective. I mean, like here I thought she was just this, um, I guess you can call it normal. Yeah. She was just this normal girl, or at least she had a normal growing up. You know, you had the you had the family, you had the mom and the dad, and the siblings, and everybody just kind of like worked together as a team to build a good life or to achieve each other's dreams. But but there certainly wasn't any major roadblocks in terms of how a family member treated the rest of the family or other people 
affecting and, and stunting people's growth and things like that. You know, I, I thought that all of their challenges and stuff was external, was, was stuff that came from outside of their family unit. And they, they just dealt with it and they grew and progressed as people. And now she was here and, you know, I met her and, you know, well-rounded person that for all intents and purposes was mentally and emotionally healthy and didn't have any, uh, I guess we'll call them trauma responses again. And then through this conversation, just hearing about her story and stuff like that, it totally changed that perspective. And I was able to see her as, as a way more deep person because there was more to her than just that, I, I guess, like Disney stereotypical story of just growing up with a family and going from there to adulting and things like that. There was actually a, was actually a time and moment where she had to really like fight and <laughs> work super hard to achieve the dreams that she's going for. And that's what I want to do is, is learn about other people's stories and be interested in them and find out the cool stuff that they do, you know, because people are really amazing. When you get down to the foundational desire to create that everybody has, it really makes a world a better place. Not just for them, but like for you. You get to see things from a new perspective. You get to appreciate people as these just very colorful mosaics that have different pieces and none is like the other and it helps give you validity kind of in your own life because number one, it gives you permission to be your own self and be your own mosaic without having to try to cater to social or like emotional standards and at the same time it makes you grateful that there's more to this life and it's not just something super boring you know oh <sighs> yeah i don't know i'd be curious to see what you guys think i mean <laughs> How, how do you guys deal with this stuff? And like, where are you at? And what kind of things go on in your mind? So I'd love to hear about it and just sort of dig into that and just get a better understanding for like who you are as a person and where we're at in society and things like that, you know? There's so much to learn. There's so much to learn. And I want to take it. I want to, you know, scoop it up with my bare hands and just, I don't know kind of hold it is like a precious memory not a precious memory but like a precious story that people have a precious experience that people have and something like that so if there's any takeaway from that it's or if there's any takeaway from this podcast it's that that you know i want to hear i want to see i want to feel i want to experience all of humanity at its worst and its finest how i feel like i can have well, I guess knowledge, or at least the experience necessary to try to help lead people in the right direction, you know. I remember being so desirous of the adults that people went to for advice. You know, like there was this one guy, there was this one guy like in our church when I was growing up, and he was like the go-to guy for almost anything. I mean, business, landscaping, ch church doctrine. He was just, he's just very smart, you know? 
a savant in anything and everything that you could ask questions about. And man, I looked up to that guy. That guy was so cool because he always had an answer for everything. And, and he was right. I mean, that's, that's the crux of it. It was not just that he had an answer and he was confident and stuff like that, but he was actually correct and accurate in the information that he was giving. You know, somebody asked about like what a certain stock was good to invest in or where it was at that point in time. You know, he would, he would give suggestions and things like that. And then, yeah, no, it actually worked out. Or somebody would ask advice about how to treat like a certain illness or something that they're experiencing. And he would, he would give examples of people that he's worked with and articles that he's read and different, you know, medications that he knows about and stuff like that. And yeah, they worked, they helped people. God, I'm just like, I want that. I'm super desirous of that. I mean, this guy helped out so many people and I don't know. I want to get a piece of that, you know, sort of tapping that potential to help people and change the world. I think the world just just needs more love in it. I know that sounds very cliche. Honestly, it sounds like it's straight up out of a <laughs> like a '70s convent kind of deal, you know? Like make love, not war, and that kind of deal. But it goes deeper than that. I mean, I'm talking about like a real love, like a true love, like a love that believes in and fights for permanence. By permanence, I mean you can buy literally anything that you want at the drop of a hat. I mean, you can buy satisfaction, you can buy technology, you can buy places to live. Just you have the full freedom to do that, you know? Nothing's stopping you from doing that. And very, very often, and there are like fewer and fewer circumstances where people actually commit to something and, and, and find like one special thing that they decide is the object or person or character or whatever that's going to stay with them throughout the rest of their life. It's almost like a, it's almost like an anchor, you know, something to keep you steady when an epidemic happens or <laughs> a 20 year war, or I, I don't know, you can insert any sort of whatever calamity can hit us at any time that we kind of need those anchors to survive through. I just, I don't know what we need to do to bring that back. I don't know. I'm curious to see what you guys think. If somebody were to ask me what I think would help rekindle that, that sort of love that I think the world needs, I think honestly my first answer would be family, you know? Not that you have to start a family, but let's, I don't know, let's resurrect the value in a family and looking at family as, as something that's important. Because right now it's just, really not the biggest thing on people's mind anymore at least for most of the people that I talk to you know 
a lot of them and uh, okay let me caveat like most people my age it's just not something that's really talked about anymore you don't really talk about how you're going to start a family and well okay okay you don't really talk about like your family or like how you're going to start a family or like the families that you hang out with um you talk more about like social and economic sort of advances and successes and things like that and i mean those are cool but all of those should be tools in which to set families up for success i mean not, not even yours but like other people you know, I've got this, uh, I've got this neighbor family, uh, that I'd like to hang out with and they're awesome and they're super fun. And I do everything I can to be a good sort of surrogate uncle, I guess, for the five and eight year old kids that they have there. Because I think that's the most important thing. I think that's what it's all about because that's where you see a refined expression of love. It's, it's from the parents to the kids. It's from the kids to the parents. And as long as people take that seriously and aren't just sort of jumping into it headfirst, because this is the thing, I mean, the successful families are the ones that actually prepare for it or seriously take that responsibility. Then you get to see the benefit of it. Then you get to see what that like true love is and things like that. So I don't know. Again... I think if you were to ask me, maybe it's it's about like finding those families um, that are good and solid and strong and just tap into that. I mean, be around them, ask them stuff, do mimic them, do the things that they do, you know? So that's all I have for today. It's about love and family and fostering that. So... That's what we got going on there. Uh, I hope you guys are finding some sort of joy and happiness in your day-to-day. I mean, I know you're doing your best, so just keep it up. And, yeah, see you guys next week. Have a good one. Now, if I can find the stop button.